how it could have gone. Do, 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 do. Hello, and welcome to How It Could Have Gone with Ryan Cudahy. This is the live-casted podcast where I, Ryan Cudahy, look at certain decisions I've made in my life and see how it could have gone if I've made a different decision. That's the basic premise of the show. We tend to go, we tend to amp that up a bit and just sort of tell a hypothetical story based off of audience participation. That's what we do here. Uh, Kelsey says, hey, Ryan, how are you? What do you have for breakfast? And that brings us to segment one of the show. Segment segment one, apparently, and it's, it's an audience favorite. They really like it. Uh, Friday says, can I get my vert tea to go? I have no idea what that means. Okay, I have no idea what that means. Kelsey says, did you have a happy Easter? Did Jesus lay you eggs? I had a terrible Easter. My, I had a, I had a headache the entire day, laid in bed, never even moved. How am I doing today? Relatively better. If, you, if, if we're grading on a scale uh, compared to Easter, oh, today is great. Kelsey says, not as bad as Jesus, I bet. This was, it, Easter's when Jesus was born, right? Or is it when he comes back? <laughs> I can't remember which one. But both of them are happy occasions, right? Kelsey says, oh, never mind, he came back. Um, Friday, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> Okay, so here we go. Uh, that's how, oh, what I have for breakfast. I have to do that before we start the show. I had cereal with milk. Uh, I had uh, cereal with milk, honey bunches of oats with dried strawberries in it. That's all like, it's kind of boring. But like relative to what I had yesterday, which was nothing, because I my head hurt too much and I was feeling nauseous. Relatively good breakfast. Here we go. How it could have gone if Ryan's vertigo affected the world around him. Oh, can you get your vert to go? Ver vertigo. <laughs> that. Friday, I don't get it still. I understand now what you were referencing, but I don't get why you were doing it that way. <laughs> All right. So what is vertigo? Uh, vertigo, I believe it's a, I, I, I think it's a medical term referring to when things get kind of silly, get kind of like uh, perception wise. They get spinny. It's very, it's the dizzy disease, I guess. It like makes you dizzy. I I don't know how else to explain it. Like if I have vertigo, I have something benign positional vertigo is what they call it. They think it's because it, there's, there's crystals in your ears is the main medical theory about it. That crystals form in your ears. And then when you turn your head the wrong way, the world literally goes topsy-turvy. 
Kelsey says, very Portland diagnosis. I, that's not where I got it. So I don't know. They must do it that way other places too. It's crystals. Uh, it was, and that's that's actually supposedly what's happening. And then my positional vertigo just goes away after flaring up every now and then. Apparently, like, I must, like, exude the crystals at some point. Uh, but while it's still around and it's it's just, like, spinning me all right round the most i've ever thrown up is when i had vertigo and it doesn't come with the uh the feeling of relief that normal throwing up does it doesn't because normally your body like let's get this out let's get this poison out of our system let's throw up now and then it gets the poison out and it's like good job well done have some endorphins. Everybody, endorphins on the house. We did it. We we saved the body. But with with vertigo, they're like, oh, my God, the world's wrong. We probably took acid. Get it out. Get it out. Everything's spinning. And then you throw up. But it doesn't stop spinning. It doesn't. It, it, does, it has no impact. So your body's just freaking out, just trying to throw up, and you can't throw up no more. <sighs> Kelly says, the most I've thrown up was when I ate too many pancakes at IHOP. Probably because they're also poison. Yeah, no, that's... <laughs> Your body was making a call about the, the, the quality of that food. Friday says, sounds like a ride you would wait in line for. No, 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 no. You, I would wait in line to get off this ride. I would, I would do... I like If I could cure my vertigo, I'd be very happy. I can't lay on one of my sides at night because I feel like I'm going to fall out of the bed. And it's crazy. It, it, it really makes everything flip upside down from my perspective and it keeps spinning and, and my feet feel like I'm go they're going out from under me and it, my stomach drops every single time. So it's not like a good thing that you'd want. Uh, and it makes driving hard because you don't want to check your blind spot because if you could look backwards and then everything's upside down and now you're driving upside down and backwards. <laughs> so there's just, there's a lot of risk involved. Um, Kelsey says, that's a dumb ride. Wait in line to get off of it. <laughs> I mean, I guess it is a dumb ride. <laughs> I guess... You've picked out the de design flaw in my metaphor. Um, but that is the vertigo I'm dealing with. And I've always had the thought of like, it's kind of like a superpower. It's kind of like, like what, like you could, like you can move the whole world with your mind, but it's only inside your own mind. And what I'm thinking is, let's just take the let's just take the restrictor off of that. Let's just take off the put put the pedal to the metal. Step on the gas on this one. What if it wasn't just in my head? Kelsey says, "X Men, watch out." <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, Friday says, "Ryan, don't read this. It's too long and it, too much time has passed." Oh, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for the warning in your time travel message. Because <laughs> you wrote a really long thing. I'm glad you went to the top and, and put the disclaimer. Thank you. You saved me. All right. 
so how this works out is I'm just going to be waking up one day and I, I roll onto my right side because I forget I'm having vertigo. And that automatically trigger, triggers my vertigo. And the whole room starts spinning I, and I fall out of the bed. And I hit my head a little bit. I'm a little nauseous, nauseated, I should say. Kelsey says, oh, no. Yeah, that's that's just what I, I'm dealing with right now. I'm having pretty bad vertigo. Uh, so I, I stand up. I, I brush off my pants. It's just a motion that seems appropriate. <laughs> Brushing off where my pants would be. You know, uh, the, the motion of getting back up. I feel like people do this. You got to just make sure you're clear of debris. You just fell on the ground. Claude uh, says, brush your ass, too. Yeah, well, obviously. I'm not going <laughs> to. That's the part that felt straight. Like, that's the important part to brush. I'm just starting at the front of the legs and moving back to the ass. All right, I am standing up now, and I notice everything in my room has fallen over. The the My dresser fell over, my mirror all all these pictures of friends, all my cool friend pictures, all the pictures of all the friends I have, they're off the wall. They fell off the wall. My the shield I made out of wood broke into a million pieces. I didn't I didn't do a good job building the shield. <laughs> it was already kind of breaking, so it makes sense that what if it got no if the dresser fell over, the shield's not making it out of this. Uh, Kelsey says, what about your vans? My shoe, I like, they're in the closet. I don't know how the closet's doing. <laughs> I don't, uh, Kelsey says, shoddy craftsmanship. Come on. Who's your wood guy? His name was Keegan. I would keep on trying to get him on the show, but he's, uh, he's a very quiet man. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he, he's worried no one would be able to hear him if he came on the show. <laughs> He's very, very quiet when he talks. Kelsey says, I need to meet this person. This is the best person I've ever met in my life. He makes amazing nachos. He speaks very softly. Claus says, why you're so funny, Ryan? Thank you. <laughs> uh, Friday says, the chat really wants Keegan. I want him too. You know what? I'm screenshotting this. Uh, I'm screenshotting this and sending it to Keegan because it also says, why are you so funny, Ryan? Which is is just a good... You know, I want to share that with people, so I'm screenshotting that. <laughs> I want to prove to people I'm funny. Um, Kelsey says, actually, I have a wood project, so I need to meet him. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll pass along the information. Okay. <clears throat> he might just be mad I'm using his name. On He's a very private person. <laughs> He might not want any identifying information about himself. Kelsey says, uh, Ryan, bring us Keegan. <laughs> oh, I'm going to screenshot that, too. <laughs> Just to remind myself. Oh, and the and the and the you tip you tipped me. OK, uh, thank you for that. I need to figure out what's going on. I'm assuming it's like a mild earthquake. A very one-dimensional, going to kind of the right side of the room earthquake. Um, that explains why I fell out of bed. I don't know. It coincided with my vertigo in a weird way. Maybe that is predictive of earthquakes. Maybe it's like, oh, my vertigo is acting up. 
oh, I'm, 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 <laughs> and I, that can predict earthquakes. It's like when my joints ache and I can know it's going to start raining. I'm getting those old person powers. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, just the, being able to slightly control the weather in that way. Um, Friday says, Ryan, do 30 jumping jacks to regain accurate balance. <laughs> Where did you get that idea? No, movement is a terrible idea right now. I I haven't I I could still throw up right now. I I had a snack pretty late last night. There's still some stuff in my stomach. So I'm not going to and it's ice cream cuz it's a it was a it was like a one in the morning snack. So it was going to be ice cream. It was always going to be ice cream. So I I'm going to be very pre protective over how much I'm using my body. Cuz he says so jump rope is definitely out. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Like, no, no, no sort of up and down movement, barely going side to side, moving like a moving just one dimensionally. I'm going towards the bathroom in, in case I have to throw up. And uh, I guess maybe to check if the rest of the house is OK from the earthquake. Um, Clay says, no, it's 3D. <laughs> so Claw is saying, if I walk in one direction, it's still 3D because I'm a three dimensional. I but I'm moving with a, like a one track track mind. It is a one direction mind. <laughs> so I don't know if that affects things. But I'm I'm okay. I'm headed to the kitchen. I'm checking out how everybody's doing. Uh I'm I'm trying to move in a way that keeps my head steady cuz I don't want to activate my vertigo. Um and it, it looks, it's actually weird. It looks like the earthquake didn't hit in here at all. It Like nothing has moved. And I'm, I'm looking around, I look to the right, and that activates my vertigo. I forget, that's the one that I forget the most. If I just turn my head to the right, uh, it, it I, I could end up falling over. So it activates like everything from my perspective shifts and falls to the left. And I feel my feet going up from under me. Uh, it's like it's like someone just grabbed me and spun me around upside down. Claw says, you're so dizzy, man. Yes, I'm really dizzy. Aim says, Vert just needs to go. And Friday, that's how you do it. That that right there is how you do it. <laughs> Keep notes because you were trying to make the vertigo thing happen earlier. This is how it needs to do <laughs> Friday says LFMA. Oh, you win. Aim <laughs> accurate. Behold your champion. So I'm falling up, legs in the air, and I notice next to me. I see my cat just freaking out. This is almost like slow motion. How everything is happening so fast. I'm taking it all in. I'm looking over. I'm seeing my cat is floating in the air, just flipping out. And I look around me and our coffee table is also flipped up and is falling into the top right corner of the room. And then it swirls around and we're falling back down. And the cat's just right in the middle, just spinning. Uh, the plants, all the, uh, all the uh, plant soil is coming out. It's flying around the room. Uh, yeah, it, it this is 
this is significantly more disorienting than normal. When everything else, I have something to ground myself in. I feel like I'm in a washing machine right now. I feel like I am just uh, hitting the hitting the ceiling, hitting the floor, hitting the ceiling, hitting the floor. Uh, and eventually, and that keeps react. It's kind of cyclical. It reactivates the vertigo to go upside down. I'm not supposed to go upside down. I have vertigo. <laughs> Uh, I need to, I need to grab on to something. Claw says, no, you're an ass brusher. Yes, I, I brush off my ass when I hit the ground. So that's my first goal is once I get, figure out which way is up and which way is down. I need, I need to, uh, I need to <laughs> clear off my pants. Friday says, Ryan, pound the liqueur and enter the balance matrix. Opposite, opposite equilibrium or something like that. You're, you're suggesting I ad adopt sort of a drunken style approach to fixing this problem. Like throwing myself so much off balance in the counter direction that I'm able to find a, a, a center where nothing's spinning. That's... Okay, I'm pounding the liqueur. I think we only have, um, I think we have tequila right now. So taking shots. Uh, Friday says yes, exactly. Um, yeah, okay. I am. I'm. I'm pounding. I'm pounding. I'm pounding. Uh, it takes about fifteen shots, I think, based off of my experience. I can take a lot of shots, so I'm just gonna do fifteen shots, and I am throwing up. I'm throwing, I'm throwing up. It didn't help Friday. Friday, what were you talking about? It's just spin. They're both spinning the same way. They're not counter spinning. Kelsey says, Ryan, that's so many. I know. I'm, I'm over the toilet right now. Friday says, fuck, fuck, fuck. I am just losing it. It's all the tequila right back up. So at least it's pretty like sterile. There's a lot of it's just it is it's, it's mostly just cleaning my throat out with alcohol right now. <laughs> Klaus says, "Why you love toilet? I don't think I love toilet. I think the toilet has a necessary use here. And I I I'm, I take a breath away from the toilet and I look to my right and that activates my vertigo again. And the toilet is ripped up out of the floor." And it's flying up to the right of the room. It's hitting the ceiling, sort of embedding. A lot of water's just spraying out. Aim says the toilet loves him. <laughs> yeah, well, now I feel like I loved the toilet before. This is way worse. This is way worse than what I had before. And it's coming back down on me. And I, I, I jump out of the way. It's interesting. This time it didn't seem like my vertigo activated for me. This time, I think, okay, Friday, maybe the tequila was on to something. Because this time I activated the vertigo and it just happened outside of my body. And I was able to, uh, and it's not good. Like, it's not a good thing because my toilet's just, it's, it's absolutely destroyed. I loved that thing. Now that I realize, I realize now, now that it's gone, I loved that thing. I was going to, I was going to set up the bidet on it. I had plans. We had plans. Kelsey says you lock eyes, but there's no eyes left on it. The porcelain bowl is cracked. It is, it is gone. 
I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna. I I am not going to uh, read any more suggestions that are me, shipping me in the toilet. I the toilet's dead. The time is gone. So uh, no one is gonna talk about how we're getting married or anything like that. Kelsey says tragic love story. That's the last reference you get to the toilet. Claw says you're talking constantly about it. Yeah, I introduced it. I'm saying no one run with it. Okay. <laughs> this one's just for me. I'll talk about how much I love that toilet or how much I don't. Uh, Kelsey says just like La La Land. I've never seen it. But I might do a La La Land move, like episode based off of what I think it's about. That'll give me a chance to tap dance. I haven't tried that that on the I've tried that on this show, but I, I'll prepare more this time. <laughs> it's tap dancing in it, even in it. Okay. So <laughs> people are still suggesting things about my wedding with the toilet in the chat. So I'm just ignoring them from now. I have powers. That's undeniable at this point. My cat's really mad, very large tail sorry licking their their paws didn't like the zero gravity thing and that's true about cats they don't like zero gravity they <laughs> this is a true thing that that like nasa took a bunch of uh cats up into zero gravity just to see if they maybe they would want to go to space they really didn't like it they they really didn't like it they end up spinning really qu quick trying to write themselves and they get they get going uh uh, Kelsey says that seems very on brand for NASA or oh wait for cats uh, you said Cata so I got confused if you were talking about NASA or cats <laughs> Kelsey says they don't even like being picked up yeah yeah they <laughs> they 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 get to spinning in zero G so my cat was upset threw up on the rug and that's understandable. I think that's how everybody would react to this. And I need to get out of here. I need to get out of my apartment because if I act, I can't mess around with these powers inside. Obviously I don't want to like, that'd be awesome. Cool. I have superpowers, but I don't have a toilet now. And I'd rather not like break my TV too. Because like at that point, it's it's it goes from sort of a gift into a curse territory. Uh, and where I, I would I would like to ride the line right between them, gift and curse. Uh, so I'm I'm going outside and I'm going to just practice. So I'm going to go down to the beach because that seems like a that seems like a safe place to practice uh, vertigo based powers. Um, is it, am I wrong about that? I feel like this is a safe place. It's too late. It's too late to correct me if this is, if you see something wrong with this. Cause I go up right up to the water. I'm right on the, it's just sand around me. It's just some shells. I think this could be pretty okay. And I, um, Klaus says you're cool. Yeah, no, I think it's a fine, it's a fine, it's a fine place to practice. I turn my head to the right and I feel, yeah, I feel the ground under me shift and like slip out from under me and it's going up into the right over my head and i'm sort of falling into the sand as it's going up and i'm noticing behind the sand the same thing is actually happening to sort of a wall of water 
from the beach. The wall, the water is just rising up out and into the air. It's just like a 15, 16 foot cube going inward of, of just uh, ocean water coming up above uh, my head at this point. And the sand is still swirling. It's sort of just this big swirl of the water coming back down on the other side. I see fish. I see a very confused seal. Like, the seals are pretty expressive, you know. Seals, you can tell when they're upset. Like, NASA took them up into space, and they didn't like it either. So this this uh, seal sort of has flippers on each side sort of raised up into a shrug like what's going on here and, and that's when uh, I, I try to write myself I try to turn my head back and uh, we all we all crash down onto the ground it's it's just the water mixed with the sand it's it's flowing back out Kelsey says they didn't get a seal of approval good very good um, and <laughs> There's shells falling down, cutting cutting me a little bit. A lot of fish are in, in a in a tough situation. A lot of fish. There, this is the climax of the fish's journey at this point. If we were doing like a Finding Nemo thing where we were just following fish the whole time, this would have been the, like this is their moment where they need to escape back to the ocean because they're about 15 feet up into the into the beach area. They got a lot of sand to move through at this point. Uh, Kelsey says flying fish doing okay though. Yeah, they they were able to sort of navigate it well enough that they're back into the water. I'm somewhere in between. I'm in sort of the murky water that's being pulled back out by the tide. Um, I'm trying to swim through it. Get and 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 I'm a. I'm not disoriented, but I'm a little concerned. That was bigger than the last two. That was actually pretty huge. Um, now that I I really think about it, it was it was 15 feet up into the air, and that was more than just like my hitting my bathroom around the toilet. We're not like. <laughs> hitting my toilet around the bathroom we're, we're not in just like it, things are bigger than porcelain at this point and i'm a little concerned because i didn't mean to do that i'm gonna just ru rush back to i'm gonna go past the waterfront i'm gonna go find a nearby like field where no, nothing is near me because i'm a little concerned about how this might affect other people uh considering how much that that uh seal is throwing up right now and it sounds it sounds harsh it sounds harsh you know how loud seals are in general like just like you know like they're they like to make a scene of it so if they're throwing up they're it's it's not good and i don't want that for anybody so i um I, I'm going back to the waterfront past all the restaurants and businesses and uh, I'm crossing the street, so I look both ways. And when I look to the right, uh, the road sort of like peels up from the ground. Like about 30 feet to my left, it starts to just raise up sort of slowly. And you can he hear a lot of the concrete breaking. You can see a lot of dust plumes coming up. And it's just sort of snaking its way up into the air. And I'm on the road right now, so it, it like uh, 
it like pulls the ground underneath me and I, I fall to my right and I'm, I'm sort of going up on the road that's snaking its way into the sky. And there's another car on there and it falls backwards off the road once the road is fully vertical. And then it, it starts floating upwards too. It's spinning on its own. Uh, there's a dog in the car that's just yapping like crazy. It's yep, 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 yep. They handle it a lot better. They handle it a lot better than cats. They just externalize a lot of the noise. The cats try to right themselves. Dogs just sort of accept they're upside down right now and they're going to uh, vocalize that as much as possible. Kelsey says relatable. Yes. <laughs> a lot of people like dogs for a reason. Uh, how they handle zero G is, is, is part of that. So I'm just like, yep, 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 yep. And uh, yeah, we're just like, it's like a big sphere. These businesses are, whole buildings are being pulled up into the air and then immediately cr collapsing in on themselves as they start to tumble around with me. Um, God damn. I, you know, like it's a lot of instinct looking back and forth before you cross the road, but I need to be significantly more careful about the vertigo thing. Cause it like, we now have a big ball of road, concrete, sand, and uh and car at this point like there's some hamburgers in here because we got a big part of a restaurant so it smells pretty good but this is a bad thing it just like curled up and collapsed in on itself uh kelsey says sent microphone uh and says this is for the sand well there was also bread in there there was also bread i just have to let you know that <laughs> And Kelsey sent a microphone again. That's right. <laughs> and says, God, I love bread. Yeah. Uh, I, I just I need to write this down in case I ever just need a lot of money real quick. <laughs> I'll write it down. I'll write it down. <laughs> I can see that happening. Um, all right. So I, I sort of wiggle my way, but a careful wiggle. I uh, wiggle that like I'm trying to balance a, a phone book on my uh, the top of my head. Or a book on etiquette. I don't think phone book is the easiest thing to balance. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm like wiggling my way through, getting out of the the mess I made. And that's yeah. A lot of people are out here, and they're wanting to talk to me. They they had they have some physicists. They've been calling in. They they have uh, like um, some medical people who know about like. Uh, Vertigo. I guess doctors would know about that. And then you, you need some crystal experts just because they think it's vertigo. And these seems like, you know, this seems like more than normal vertigo. So they're they're just gonna need some crystal experts. So we're just gonna get some magicians. Uh Kelsey says at Portland. <laughs> okay. We're yeah, we're we'll have a I guess a scientific slash magical slash um like, I guess, new age uh, <laughs> uh, slash mysticism conference. And we'll just try to really get to the bottom of this. And it's a, I, I, they get me a big, you know, head cage. Just sort of keep my neck straight so I don't, um, 
I don't act accidentally activate anything. The the doctors actually showed up with that one. They knew that one right away. We're this looks like it, we're gonna need to support the neck on this one. Ding Ding says you need Doctor Strange. Yes, I we have a lot of strange doctors, and I'm I'm crossing my fingers some big names show up. Yeah, Dink said Doctor Plus Magic. Yeah, he, I I think we've laid the trap for him at this point. This conference is going to catch a lot of people's attention. It's going to be like the biggest new thing. Uh, Aim says, I'm hoping for Sherlock. <laughs> yeah. I mean, any, any sort of deductive reason is very welcome. Uh, and it, the conference is awesome. They got merch. Um, they got... Like everybody's everybody's got their own merch. You can get your own neck supports. Uh, you can you can get like uh, pictures with the big concrete ball I made uh, that, of the road that I pulled up out of the ground with the vertigo. You can get pictures with that. You can get a, a piece of the concrete. You can get one of the fish that didn't make it back to the sea. They're selling those as uh, like cooked up with with chips uh friday says i wish ryan had merch <laughs> come on um, with the stickers i just because they didn't get to you doesn't mean i don't have them um if if anybody wants to raise the money to make merch you take the initiative <laughs> i'm dealing with vertigo problems it's a big deal uh friday says i had to go do a custom poster i know i remember the poster i guess i do have merch uh, it's I'm, it's not really merch it's i'm making nfts i'm selling nfts everybody <laughs> that's that's kind of merch that's digital merch leacock says ryan make merch and kelsey says aren't those scams yes but um, if you want a personalized scam, you want to be scammed by me, Ryan Cuddy, this is how you can do it. Kelsey says, I don't trust internet money. Look at Doge. Doge is doing fine. Friday says, by the way, I was thinking of selling things with Ryan's name on it. Good luck trying to cross country sue. <laughs> Why would you get scammed by Friday if you could be scammed by the real deal? <sighs> okay. Okay. I need, um, Leacock says make joint cozies. Oh, I would love to have a joint cozy just for myself. And I, I that sounds really, that sounds nice. <laughs> all right. We're at the conference. People are arguing all sorts of things. Does this mean like other people have, could have powers or is this a one-time thing is it crystals or is it science there's uh there's like a, a like a physicist and a um like a doctor and they're debating against like a crystal healer and a necromancer they're like there's a lot of academic talk about what is behind this um the necromancer thinks it's a rival necromancer and his his theory is that I'm already dead. But that's just kind of, he needs to have that as an assumed fact just before he can even justify being here. 
Leacock says, who cares? You're high. Nice. <laughs> Good to be reminded about that. Um, Friday says, by the way, chat enough of the emails and Zoom meetings. Ryan's fan club will be launching on Reddit next Tuesday. I already made a Reddit. I already made a Reddit. No one's in there. <laughs> That's the thing, as I try, this just no one's in there. Uh, I, and, they, and I have nothing to post. Okay, I guess I could post my uh, my um, NFTs. Uh, Lee Cox says you barely try. I've seen it. Where was Lee before the chat? turned into a criticized Ryan. I, was he here the whole time? Or did he just step in at this point? Uh, Lee Cox says, I just got here. Felt I was needed. Wow. I feel like I was actually doing a good job. We're at a conference in the story. Okay. Um, so I'm... <laughs> I'm at the conference. People people seem to be turning against me. Is it seems the general idea is like this. The main thing being pushed by a lot of the physicists is this is dangerous. Uh, they're doing a lot of they're doing their big presentation. They actually have the keynote. I'm sitting up front and I'm clapping along. Um, and their their point is that. If we extrapolate from the first event to the second event to the third event to the fourth event, uh, that we're seeing exponential growth in the size in which Ryan's vertigo can influence uh, the gravitational forces on Earth. Oh, wait. Um, Kelsey says, Lee only shows up to put down or out. Ryan, that's funny. And then Leacock says, that's really solid, Kelsey. Good job for once. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> so I, I, the physicists are saying, like, this is, this is not just a interesting problem or an academic debate we're having. This is a world-ending event within potentially 24 hours. And everybody's sort of gasping, and I, I'm I'm putting my uh, my hand on my chin and and trying to nod nod like uh, thoughtfully. I can't really nod because I'm wearing you know the the uh, head cage to stop myself from nodding at all. Um, so I don't look as thoughtful as I would like to be. Uh, Kelsey says, "About time." I'm kind of over it. Uh, and also said, when did you get a head cage? <laughs> You're always telling yourself, Kelsey, when you stop paying attention for a little bit, because you always ask questions about how the story has changed when you check out for a minute. Sahil <laughs> so says, so about experiencing vertigo feeling, the world is dancing. You can shake your body. So we here we have the other end of the spectrum. We have the physicists giving their talk about, you know, this could end the world and we need to stop it. And I'm going to say, Sahil coming in, I don't know what uh, you're representing. I don't know if you're with the, the, the magic people, the mystics, or, you know, just a, a, another physicist that disagrees. But you're saying Ryan should be dancing. 
you should he should make the world dance if he can if the world can dance and we will die happily dancing with ryan that's the other side of the argument (laughs) and that's i'm glad we have so many different perspectives coming in here aim says shake your head and yeah a lot of people are yelling like bring bring the apocalypse if 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 that's what's going down then we should we it should go down um and the the physicists phys, physicists are looking worried back and forth cuz i'm looking very thoughtful considering what the and the world people are saying and i'm looking back over at the physicists and they they they're like kill ryan and they point at me and they're like, kill him, kill Ryan. And they just pull out their pens and their uh, pencils and their pencil sharpeners so they, they can sharpen it up before they get over. Some of them are even sharpening pens, the bastards. They they, they want to get get me and they're running over at me and I'm, I stand up and I'm like, oh, no. Uh, Sahil says, shake the body, move it. And Ding Ding says, agreed, let's get high and dance to our deaths. Oh, okay. Aim says, to be fair, I'd take the world hostage and milk them for money. And that's why, and that's, and that's where, why I'm happy you're not driving this time, Aim. Because I think it's much better that I'm doing this for the love of the dance. And I rip, I rip off my head cage. It was mostly aesthetic. It was very easy to take off. It was, it was, it was something I was choosing to wear. Sahil says, "Do you like my ideas, Ryan?" <laughs> Sahil says, "You know, we are going to die, an unknown future after dying. So we should enjoy the last minutes of our lifetimes." <laughs> Yeah, you've made that perspective very clear, and that's what I do. I and I start. I I take it off, and I'm running as these physicists are chasing me. A lot of them are jumping through the air because they're able to, you know, uh, use physics to determine what, how to jump directly down up on me. They kick off the wall a little bit, and they get the perfect angle to come down with their pen at my throat. And I turn my head to the right, and they tumble up to the ceiling. And I'm I'm a little I'm 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 actually feeling it this time. I'm feeling I can kind of step in and out of the vertigo almost. Like I can kind of turn it on and off for myself. I, I can uh, determine how much it applies to me. So I actually fly up to the ceiling with them, but I am able to flip around and land on my feet and I'm walking on the ceiling. And they're tumbling back down and I'm like I'm like jumping down on them from the ceiling down to the floor. I land on one of the physicist's chest, break that uh, uh, pen in his in his pocket. He's got a pocket protector. He'll be fine. This is just about sending the message. And I flip back up into the air, and I'm kicking all the pens and pencils out of their hands and uh, and and hitting the ceiling. I'm proving I can wield this power. I can control it. They don't have to kill me. I'm coming back down and all of the, uh, Kelsey says, what a dweeb. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the physicist, absolutely. They're all nerds. Aim says, just walking on the ceiling. Okay, good. So he says, dance with Ryan more than diet, meaningless, but it has rhythm. <laughs> what does that mean? 
Ding Ding says, Ryan turned from Captain America to the Hulk real fast. I Well, that is actually very correct because I land on the ground. All the physicists fall around me. The, um, I guess the new agers, a lot of them are, are like cheering uh, for science has been defeated. And that's when the whole fucking roof comes off. And it's 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 flipping up into the air. It's it's actually being compacted uh, and like twisted around. The metal is like sh- uh, shifting and shaping around, uh, and the walls around us are pulled up into the air too. Fuck. Okay. Okay. Sorry about the swear, but I thought I had it under control. Friday says Ryan, fifteen minutes. Ooh, fuck. Okay, maybe I shouldn't dance. Maybe dancing was the wrong move. I'm sorry. I started apologizing and apologizing, and everybody's flying up into the air. All the doctors, they're they're really they're really wishing they helped out the physicists with their scalpel scalpels. They would, they're really wishing they would have picked a side earlier on this one because they're flying up into the air, um, and we're just yeah we're we're all flying up into the air now. And trees are being pulled up out of the ground. And then it's all swirling up about like, I don't know, 3,000 feet in the air. Everybody's ears are popping and it's swirling back down all mixed up together uh, and crashing into the ground some mile and a half away. And then the ground, as we're falling back to the ground, I'm able to uh, land pretty gracefully, but everyone else is not. And we hit the ground, and then the ground gives way underneath it, shifts and falls further down. And it's starting to go back up, and it's starting to laundry cycle its way back around. And I'm going to just step to the side. I think that's the thing to do in this in this situation. I'm going to just, if I can get out of here and, you know, start somewhere new, maybe I'll move to Alaska and change my name. Maybe I maybe I can just never look to the right again. Sahil says, to be honest, the time you were experiencing vertigo feeling, the earth, earth is dancing. You were puzzled by this moving on earth. You feel nauseous. You are doing to see angels after death. Oh, you are going to feel see angels after death. That's absolutely terrifying. Uh, but Kelsey says, that's beautiful, Sahil. I... But I, terrifying in a good way, I guess. That's what I meant. I stepped to the side, and um, I'm I'm just gonna go start my new life. I everybody's story swirling up into the air. We almost have like a new mountain that's con- constantly flowing upward and then flowing back down. Uh, like all of those things. It Sahil says, "I'm into your lives, Ryan. Thanks." I'm glad. I'm glad you're into it. So the mountain is going up and going down, and I'm just leaving it behind me. I'm I start walking further away. I, I I cross the street. I look to the left. I look to the right. And yeah, we got a whole on vertigo thing. We got a whole on vertigo event here. This is, I it was more than exponential. It was it it it, it got big quick because this I can tell. It doesn't really feel like we're moving a lot, except the sky. The sky is changing a ton. Like the sun moves across the sky really, really quickly. 
and then it's stars very quickly and then it's sun again and then it's stars and then it's sun and then it's stars it's, it's, we're going hella fast i can tell that we are spinning out of control on an earth wide perspective i uh my my vertigo radius is uh pretty impressive and we're we're just flying through space the moon's gone goodbye good 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 night moon because we're not going to be seeing the moon again and we're just floating flying through through space at this point uh and we're getting really i'm noticing a lot closer to the sun um so he says, I have a question. Why no one is on the call list? I usually do this show by myself unless somebody has like a call-in suggestion. People are welcome to, but um, they usually fuck it up, I guess. That's why. <laughs> Kelsey says, especially me. You just laugh a lot. That's all. <laughs> And I can't, it, 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 and I am not one to throw stones about that. <laughs> um, Aim says, "No worries. There's plenty of moons in space. Yeah, I'm not worried about the moon. We don't need that moon. What I am worried though is every time the sun is in the sky, we're getting way closer. We're getting. It's like taking up the whole sky at this point, and it's, we're no longer seeing the scar stars. It's just bright the whole time." Um, so what I'm going to do, I feel like we're flying into the, into the sun here. I don't have anyone from the conference. I have no advisors about what to do. I would really wish some of those physicists were still around. God, God bless them. Um, God rest their souls. But, uh, yeah, it's just me. So I have to make an executive decision here. Aim says, ah, blinded by the beauty of the sun. Yeah, that I I decide we're not going to go out that way. I turn my neck to the right into the back. That's how you get extra vertigo. I throw up a little just instantaneously. It, it it's just like, and the sun just flies really far away. It's just immediately flung in another direction. Our, we're still flying one direction. I see all the other plants. You see a, poor Pluto coming into the mix. Pluto didn't think it was going to be part of this. Mercury's gone. Mercury's just fucking dead. Uh, Venus is just mashing its way through Ju Jupiter right now. It's it's horrific. It's horrific. And the sun is just gobbling up. You got Uranus. You got uh, Mars. It's just flying through all of them. And then we just spiral off into deep space. Kelsey says, you leave Pluto alone. I'm glad he's relevant again, though. And Aim says, do you wreck your ain't? I didn't. The sun did. Um, Kelsey says, I hate it when that happens. And OK, wait, Friday is given an angry face, <laughs> either because uh, what Aim said was hacky or we don't like that. I that the Earth is doomed, I guess. We're flying off into deep space. The Earth is doomed, everybody. It's doomed. Kelsey says, I'm ambivalent. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, it seems, uh, yeah. What, what, is, what am I to do other than to accept the new darkness? We, had, we broke up with the sun, basically. 
We're no longer Earth and Sun are no longer seeing each other. We're just we're just screwed. Friday says, "Was that the ending?" I, I mean, it's the ending from a perspective of I'm out of time, and it's also the ending from the perspective of I think we're all gonna die. (laughs) It just. Uh, he says you can go into the sun, Ryan. Blaze of Glory, MF. It's just I've done that like three or four times. I thought Deep Space was a new twist on the genre. Um, Kelsey says in a way, it's the beginning. It's the beginning of the long, slow, dark, uh, like like light-starved planet. I guess <laughs> we could all be mole people. And I'll be there. Uh, I'll, I won't be the king. I don't think I could be the king of the mole people. But it, I think what a lot of people are saying is this has sequel potential. The the great journey into the dark. Uh, Friday says, are we going to get a post show? Yeah, sure. I can. I'll, I'll jump out of this one so we can save this. And we'll do, uh, oh, I got to close up shop. I got to close up the, the. it doesn't have the other parentheses right now. And that's how it could have gone. Wait, I'm not the outro, but that's how it could have gone with Ryan Cudahy. Uh, the, we, we flew off into, went into the steep space. I, I got, I made it so dizzy that we, uh, our gravitational thing got fucked up. We're no longer in orbit. We're forging our own path now. We're dancing. We're dancing through deep space. There we go. <laughs> Aim says, lol, outro d- too early. Funny. <laughs> that's, that is what happened. Okay. Uh, Kelsey says, episode name, dancing through deep space. I, I, I mean, I guess kind of. I mean, it gives away the end quite a bit, but uh, maybe people wouldn't be able to get it. All right, that's the end of the show today. Um, I am asking people to donate to the Black Lives Matter movement and to donate to the Stop Asian Hate movement. I will be putting donation links for both causes in the um, in the episode description when I upload this. Please do that if you can. Uh, I am also letting people know about the Patreon I have. It's patreon.com slash drcomos. That's D-R-K-O-M-O-S. And that's if you want to support this show directly. Uh, I'm working on figuring out how to use the scanner. That's what I have to say. Because there's a lot of things I've I've been promising to scan and upload to the Patreon. I'll be honest, I don't know how to use the scanner. That's the big stumbling block right now. <laughs> so I'm going to work on the scanning process. And then people will be getting some Patreon rewards soon. Uh, If you want to talk merch ideas or how to do merch, stuff like that, there's the Ryan Facebook group. There's Memory Spelunking on Reddit. You can post on there. It's the r slash Memory Spelunking, I believe. Uh, There's the Ryan Cudahy Fan Club page, or CastBox Fan Club, I think is what it's called, on Facebook. I, I'll respond. I don't know if anybody else are using them, but I'll start checking it. Um, there is my Instagram that if you want to check that out, that's Ryan got some weed. I'm so embarrassed of the title of it. 
but I'm starting to post on there again with some of the art that I'm selling as NFTs. If you want to buy scam art from Ryan, which you kind of do, I think. I think you want to buy that. Who don't want to get scammed by Ryan? Uh, Aim says, your Insta is so barren. I started posting today and I will post probably every day for at least a month or so before I uh, get frustrated it's not more popular. Kelsey says, I'll buy your scam art. Well, my NFT is on OpenSea.io. It is Comos NFT. That's K-O-M-O-S NFT. And I have uh, I have four artworks up up for uh, buy right now. Am says, "What's NFT? It's a scam. I it would be letting me scam you, but you're welcome to it." <laughs> okay, so that's enough of um, what I'm talking about. I'm gonna close down the show and make sure that the file saves so I can upload this later because I thought it was a pretty good episode, other than how hard people are, were on me. I think everything, I think my main takeaway from this episode is if we're less hard on Ryan, he can do amazing things. <laughs> Lee Cox says, sorry, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just make, going for a moral here. Uh, Aim says, we weren't that hard, in my opinion. We'll go hard in a minute, because I'm going to shut down this show and start up another one where I'm taking suggestions. We can talk merch ideas. Hang out for maybe like 15 minutes because I'm also thirsty. So I'm going to do the outro, make sure the file saved, and then I'll open back up the room. It's just going to say, Just Gabin. The title of the room will be Just Gabin with Ryan Cudahy. Aim says, go drink your water. <laughs> All right. Okay, here comes the outro. <clears throat> So I've been Ryan Cudahy, and that's how it could have gone. Thank you. Goodbye.